welcome back to the podcast that rocks weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock metal alternative and everything in between with me again is gretchen say hello gretchen hello gretchen there you go hopefully everyone is doing well right now hopefully you guys are in a safe place and the world is ending around us but hopefully you are at home or on the road or traveling wherever that might be hopefully you're just enjoying your Tuesday evening or Wednesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, wherever you're listening from. Thank you guys to everyone in the chat room who's listening live on YouTube. Thank you to everyone who's listening on the podcast forums. Um, We do appreciate when you guys do join live. That does help us out a ton as well. Uh, There's been quite a few things that have happened newsworthy over the past, not even week, like the past five or six days. Mm. Um, This is like one of those things where I was thinking when the pandemic happened, what are we going to talk about the podcast? Oh, there's always plenty to talk about in the podcast, unfortunately. Not necessarily good, but there's plenty to talk about and break down. So thank you again. Hopefully some I see more of some familiar faces in the chat. Everyone's here all filling in. Everyone says hi to Gretchen. Yeah, she's the best. I know that's why you guys come to see this podcast and hear the podcast. That's fine. I get it. So, if you notice the video title for the, the podcast title, I should say for today, um, it was about five days ago, five or not even six days ago, um, that I got a message late at night from Gresson. <laughs> I was already in bed, and she messaged me saying, Wow, I am ready to turn in my fan card from Five Finger Death Punch. This isn't it. And that's it. And then she sent me the link. I woke up that morning getting ready for work. I watched the video and then I had to stop getting ready for work because my mouth went slack jawed and I was partly laughing and partly just kind of felt dirty watching this video. And if you're not familiar, Five Figure Death Punch just released their live action big music video for the song Living the Dream off their latest album F8 or Fate. And they decided to go completely political with their music. And I've said before, politics, music belong and politics, they belong together. Don't be afraid to voice your opinion on stuff like that. Um, Five Figure Death Punch, and this is just my opinion, not Gretchen's, not anyone of the Rock Coliseums, just mine. Five Figure Death Punch is directly targeting an audience of extremists, and they're using that to make money. That's it. Mm-hmm. They've been, like, it goes long before the whole, um, fake tribute to the troops stuff they would do that they really hammered down on just to get noise from the crowds and appear to be sympathetic. These tactics are more and more obvious with this music video. And I, for those who haven't seen it, I'm going to have to play it muted. I wish I could play audio, but I kind of don't because the song's not that great anyway. So as I switch over to all of you listening on YouTube and everyone just listening on the podcast streams, I'll try to describe it. The music video for Living the Dream is chock full of symbolism, I'm sure. Um, They have a fake Nancy Pelosi actress putting on masks. There's tons of communist logos. Um, There's black suited people representing Antifa tearing up streets. And then there's these brave heroes deciding to take a stand by taking off their masks. Fed up with the world they're in, just so beyond annoyed. And it's time to make a stand for America. We're so fed up with how everything's going in the universe right now. Oh, can people not see it? Oops, wrong one. Why is that going on? I'm sorry, guys. There we go. Let's try that. (laughs) 
It's just, it's as bad as I just described it as literally these black suited people with a, uh, tearing up a car on fire and literally the people taking off their masks slowly, just so upset with everything they're seeing. They're fed up and it's time to make a stand for America. We are so fed up with everything. And then there's news reports of the, the, the whole country just burning with these braved, unmasked Americans and five-finger death punch all racing towards just to run the American flag to an open goal. They're literally sprinting what looks like towards an angry Nancy Pelosi actress while these brave, unmasked Americans holding the American flags getting shot at and dying. And then other people pick up the flags and continue to die. There's army soldiers, police officers all getting shot at from no one we don't know. It's not on screen, the shooters. And Mm -hmm. everyone's, this mass are part of communism. And everything's just a force. Antifa's running wild. And then it's all a dream from the founding fathers of what America's going to become. Because this is the worst thing about America. (laughs) So, I have not even begun to scratch the surface of how awful and hacky this music video is. It really revels in all of this. Um, The video was directed by someone that's worked with Five Finger Death Punch before, and this is 100% aiming for that extremist audience. That Five Finger Death Punch fans and that extreme right-wing, full male pride, don't tread on me, type attitude, there were always some overlap, but that's not always all Five Finger Death Punch fans, not by a long shot. But the band and this director are doubling down on this audience to make money. The comment section on the music video now, even though it has quite a few dislikes, but the comment section now is all from these right-wing extremists, we need to take America back. Masks don't work and COVID's a fraud. Everything in America is false and Trump will make it better. That type of comments all over that video. And literally, I mean, people are eating it up on that side. They are definitely targeted by that. And that's why I think what I think is crazy is because it just reinforces my ideology that Five Figure Death Punch were never sincere in any of this. They just wanted to (laughs) cash in on a fan base that knew they would get the support and just to show up to do that and do the whole same song over and over again. I'm an angry man, boy. No one likes me. Why doesn't anyone like me? Punch a hole in the wall. I'm fed up with everyone, but I still want to be around someone. It's just nonsense lyrics from Ivan. Anyway, that was all like a 24-hour span. I mean, this was trending on Twitter. It was trending on YouTube. High, like on the top 100 videos on YouTube. People were ripping it apart. I can't even begin to describe some of the great lines people had. Loudwire and Metal Injection were ripping it apart. Like, Loudwire was very upfront. So, like, a new five-figure death punch video calls mass wearers communists. And, like, yeah, that's what they did. And Metal Injection made, like, a extremely sarcastic video, like, thing. Like, just, like, ripping it apart, too. Man, oh, man. Um, and if you're wondering, well, how could it possibly get worse? There's no way, right? Well, that's where Zoltan Bathory comes in. See, a few days after that, he decided to not so much backpedal as flat-out lie to everyone. On a post on Instagram that was kept up later, Zoltan Bathory said, Anti-mask? Some news sites use that as a clickbait title, and I must applaud the capitalists in them or myself would be a hypocrite. 
Let's make this crystal clear. In a fictional story among shopping cart zombies, Tide Pod eating superheroes, and all the other metaphors, why would anyone think the mass scene isn't one? The scene in question is not about the mass. It's not an anti-mass message. In fact, you can go to our merch store right now and buy some cool ones. So that right there, just like, ugh, oh, come on. The mass segments are about hypocrisy on the highest level, when the rules are made for you, but those who made them are exempt. Pretty much the standard in all dictatorships and totalitarian regimes. Just as I prefaced it, we are artists have a unique opportunity to portray and ridicule the absurd to prevent it from becoming reality. The whole video is the framework of a fiction, a dystopian nightmare of one of the founding fathers right before he signs the Constitution. And anyway, at the very, it's a long post, anyway... Not anti-mask, and if you reduce this entire video to that scene and miss the metaphor behind it, well, the good news is, it is still America, so now you have the right to have you even print your own opinion. This is where I call garbage on that whole thing. Get out of here! You absolutely, that absolutely was not only anti-mask, that was anti-just um, what they're trying to do for safety. This is, like, total right-wing... We are fed up with Antifa. We are pro-police, pro-military. Nancy Pelosi is literally the combination of Hitler and Satan in a business suit dre business dress. Uh, that's, all, that's, that's his video. I was laughing with Gretchen. These brave human beings who ripped off their masks in defiance to carry the American flag. Just to carry it and sprint it towards no one. They're getting shot at at the video. And this is where the video stops being, like, even symbolic of anything, because it makes no sense. I asked Gretchen this, who's shooting them? <laughs> and for everyone watching who has seen the music video, everyone listening to this on the podcast, when you watch the video, who's shooting at these people? It wouldn't be the NRA guys or the pro-gun nuts. They're already on the side of the anti-mask and anti-Nancy Pelosi and anti-everything else going on. Anti-Antifa. Anti anti there you go. There's a phrase. Who else would it be? It wouldn't be Antifa themselves. They're very pro... They're very anti-gun. They're very for gun control. Anti-fascism. And they're trying to stop all that stuff, too. It wouldn't be the cops. Five-figure death punch. They're pro-cop, pro-military. I mean, there were cops in the video getting shot. So who's shooting them? It, it was This whole video was just extremely poorly thought out. And they did it just so they could cash in and get the clicks and views for from that audience. And the comment section on the video now, as of this podcast recording on October 20th, is pretty ugly. It's not, oh yeah, great song, Five Figure Death Punch. Oh man, what a insightful video. No, it's all comments about, we need to take America back any means necessary. We will riot if Donald Trump loses. If we have to get the Proud Boys back, we will. Stuff like that. So. And I say this as someone who was a fan years ago of the band before they went off the deep end and they started phoning it in. That's my opinion. So. I know we got some super chats. I apologize, everyone. I had to go through all that. I'm going to read through the super chats right now. Thank you, guys. From JT Loves Code Lyoko, thank you for the super chat. Christina V does better metal music than Five Finger Death Punch, and she's mostly known as the voice of Marionette from Miraculous Ladybug. Gretchen, are you familiar with Miraculous Ladybug? Never heard of the person. Neither, Never heard of that. neither have I. Thank you for the super chat. Not sure of any of those. And then Devin Sterling, thank you for the super chat. Ivan Moody is a male Karen. 
I don't know if he's a male Karen. I see the similarities, but oh man. It's just a mess. Thank you guys for the super chat. I do appreciate it, but man, oh man, this whole situation just got way, way worse. And yeet, Zoltan did not help himself when he made that statement. That's, again, I stand by it. Like, people are saying he backpedaled, or to clarify, I don't think that's so much backpedaling as flat-out lying. So, mm-hmm. that's just me. And also, I made this joke to Gretchen, and I stand by it. Right now, Jason Hook is sitting at home, wiping his forward, going, whew, glad I don't have to deal with any of that. <laughs> yep. He's kicking his feet up. He's like, thank God. Oh, man. I was, I was really close with cutting it on that one. <laughs> okay, someone make uh, Zane in the chat room said five Karen death punch. Uh, well, that's, oh, man. We could, we could all make the Karen jokes right now. There's bigger problems, though. I left a link in the pinned comment on the YouTube page. I'll post it on GetRock.net as well. If you want to watch the music video, if you want to check out what's being said about the video, man, oh, man. Ugh. JT loves Code Lyoko. Put another super chat. Thank you. Mr. Trapped shared the video. Oh, man. The lead singer Trapped shared the video. I'll bet he did. This is his I'm bread so and butter. I'm sure I loved it. I'm sure, oh, I'm sure he was like watching it on his big screen on a loop for like three hours crying while it was going on. <laughs> That's right, Ivan. That's right, Zoltan. I want to take my mask off, too. Oh, you guys get me. That type of stuff. I see him. I do see him crying a lot. I don't know why. I just see uh, Chris T. Brown of Trapped being a big crier. All that talk on Twitter. I got a feeling he, he cries quite a bit in his private time. Why doesn't anyone remember me besides one song? I've been playing music for 20 years and I can't even afford to pay my album artist. Yeah, that's that's another true fact but yeah yeah well so that was the big one for today however there's other interesting positive news just news in general too because it's time to move on from this i will say gretchen do you have any thoughts i talked a lot i apologize for that because there was just so much to break down what are your thoughts on the music video because you're the one that sent the link to me originally um i mean i guess i shouldn't be unexpected or I, I shouldn't, you know, it, it shouldn't be unexpected that this is what they did. Um, like I told you, you know, I'm someone who really does um, enjoy Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, their music uh, surprisingly got me through a really tough time a few years ago. So I will defend them um, with with like every fiber of my being. Um, but after seeing this video... I guess I'm more heartbroken. Yeah, um, I, I get that too. Like, I do understand that a little bit because, I mean, this is a band you cared about for a long time. Um, they were in my top five. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean go- I named my dog after the singer. I know. We have the good <laughs> Ivan and the bad Ivan. The good Ivan is probably wagging his tail getting ready to watch Golden Girls on TV. I was about to say, he's on the sofa ready for Golden Girls. Exactly. Um, that's how. That's what a good Ivan should be doing. But... I mean, I, one of my favorite artists growing up was Days of the New. The lead singer, as of now, 2020, has been in and out of jail several times. Crazy charges. He just could never get his act together. Fame took, went to his head. And he was an inspiration for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and it's when stuff like this happens, like, really? And I think people are finally 
catching on. They still have an audience. They still have a fan base. That's not going away. But man, oh man, look at the fan base now. Look at what the fan base represents. People saying it was toxic before. After something like this, it's going to get much worse. Yep. And I, I know I brought this up before. Gretchen and I are both concert photographers. I've been doing it for years. Gretchen had her first big year in 2019, like actually shooting live shows. She shot a Five Finger Death Punch show over the past mm-hmm. year. And, and you said it yourself, the audience at that Five Finger Death Punch concert was predominantly like 40-year-old males all bro-punching yeah. each other in the chest. Just a lot of yeah. like whittled down testosterone and angry resentment and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely a good way to put it. Yeah. So. In other news in Bizarro World, Miley Cyrus made a big announcement today. She's looking into making a Metallica covers album. Hmm. And for some of you, that might sound like a shock, but you have to understand, she's done this before. She's done covers before, and I'm not talking about the Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit live cover that she only did a few times live back in, like, 2012. She's done professionally recorded and live covers of other songs, of Soundgarden, of Metallica. Metallica one actually was recorded and released. She did one of Nothing Else Matters with her band. And, guys, it's really not terrible. It's not better than the original, but it's not terrible. She also just released, um, or recorded, I should say, a live cover version of Zombie by Cranberries with her band. It's fine. Mm -hmm. It's really not that bad. I mean, she's extremely talented. No one can deny that. She's greatly improved, too, with her diversity and what she can do. I'm totally, I'm interested to see what what songs she would cover, what her band behind her would create. I don't think she would go the route of a lot of the original 80s albums, especially like Kill 'Em All levels of stuff. Mm-hmm. But she's proven she can do a lot of different stuff. And I'm definitely interested in what she would do. I would check it out, at least at the ver- out of curiosity, for sure, whenever that does come out. But yeah, it sounds like almost a done deal that it's going to happen. So I just think that's interesting that she like announced that. Totally willing yeah. to work on, the- work on that with her, like just with other people. Oh, if the page would actually load, I would read a little more information. Loudwire sometimes, like, the pages just, like, stop loading, and there's just, like, a barrage of, like, 50 live assets online, video ads, pop-ups, just all that stuff. Yeah, it's not even going to try to load now. Eh, Sorry, guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, I feel like Miley Cyrus has done it before. Like, everyone, like, freaked out when they heard the, like, changed-up version of Head Like a Hole that they did for Black Mirror a few years ago, like, a totally new song on a roll oh, yeah. guys she made it her own so eh I, that's totally something she can to- i feel like this is something with her whole team with her producers with her backing band she could cover she could actually pull off something like this i'm not saying it's going to be the best covers album ever i'm not saying it's going to be end of the year masterpiece i'm just saying it may not be that bad guys it could be fine so that's just something kind of worth checking out if you want to hear hannah montana cover you know one or master of puppets she's still trying to break away from and she's doing a great job uh, the hannah montana image and she's doing a great job at that she, i always I, feel bad for disney stars that try and make a name for themselves after yeah well would <laughs> i, I when... yeah jonas brothers no one really talks about anymore um, ha- oh, no, there are some diehard fans of theirs. That's fine, but still, people are not talking about them anymore, except for those diehard fans on like 
old Reddit threads that don't even like allow new comments anymore. Oh, who was the girl before Hannah Montana? Uh, Hillary Duff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she kind of faded away after a while because she had like a decent little acting career after, but mm-hmm. it did not last that long. So she was on a few episodes of um, uh, Gossip Girl. Oh, was she? Yeah. I know she was also on an episode of Law and Order SVU, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. a, that was a good one. It was a bonkers one too. That was a that was a good episode. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all I could say is, if she's going to pull it off, she has a lot of help. I'd be interested to hear what she has to do. So you know, because like again, her quality of output and her per- delivery has been a lot more serious and unique over the last like three or four years. So yeah, I'd definitely give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Not worth just automatically putting down just because, uh, Miley, bleh, you know, <laughs> whatever. It's fine. Is that how people sound? Yes. Oh, you absolutely know that's how people sound online, Gretchen. Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone, like, oh, I think, I don't know if it was Rockfeed or somebody else online. They shared like a little meme. Um, mm-hmm. Person one, I wish metal was more popular and talked about in mainstream. Person like news bulletin. Miley Cyrus is going to cover Metallica songs. Person one. Oh my gosh, not Miley. I hope she dies. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, what the heck do you want? Ugh. So damn. I know it you was. Don't have to listen if you yeah, don't like. Exactly. That you don't have to. You don't want to give it a chance. Don't have to. But I do not see it as that big of a deal. So. I, I'd give it a chance. I really would. I, I, I'm not saying I'm going to review it. I'm not going to say I'm going to like push everything else aside. I would check it out when it comes out online. I would listen to see what she does. Again, the actual, I pinned in the pinned link on the YouTube page. I'll link it on getrock.net. The actual recorded version she did of um, Nothing Else Matters isn't that bad. It's really not. Again, I'm not going to listen to that over the original, but it's really not bad. So take that for what it's worth. Moving on to some festival news, some brief good news and some unfortunate bad news. The brief good news is, for all you festival goers in the United States, Aftershock Festival in 2021 will be announced. The full lineup will be announced this week. And it's already we already know it's headlined by Metallica and My Chemical Romance. So that will have the full, technically three and a half day lineup because they added a fourth night for a few bands on the Thursday Mm -hmm. night to make up for this year. So that'll all be announced on that Thursday. Um, Even though the park itself is a bit of a problem because of how dusty it gets, Aftershock in general does a good job of presenting things. Parking is a nightmare. Traveling to it's a nightmare. But once you're there, it is a really good setup. I think Gresham Mm -hmm. can attest to that too. So yeah, uh, that will be in October of 2021. And the lineup will be announced tomorrow or Thursday, correct? Yes, Thursday yeah. at 12 Pacific yeah. time. Yeah, because that, that's where they're West Coast. So yeah. this upcoming Thursday, two days from today. So that'll be something fun. Unfortunate news on the festival side of things, if you're in the United States, Rock USA, a 20-plus year festival in Wisconsin, has been completely canceled permanently. The whole family and company running Rock USA and Country USA in Wisconsin has gone bankrupt. They have lost so much money through the pandemic and had no income this year because the whole thing was canceled. They had the lineup of, they had a wild lineup. I don't even remember what it was. Let me look it up. The original lineup for Rock, yeah, the original lineup for Rock USA that was supposed to be this summer, a couple months ago, was Limp Biscuit, Rob Zombie, Slipknot, Papa Roach, Ice Cube, Hailstorm, and many others. It was a three-day festival, and it's been going on for twenty years too. They just kept expanding. They lost, 
<laughs> yeah, it's quite a mix. I agree. I, I, I don't know if I would go to it or not just because of the travel and stuff. Um, yeah. Not my favorite lineup, but not the worst I've ever seen. Let's see it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, man, they lost so much that they had to complete, completely declare bankruptcy because they could not pay back ticket holders. That's how much money they lost. They could not even refund the people that bought tickets for next year or people that bought the tickets for this year. That's how bad it got. So they're going to file Chapter 7. Um, I think it said Chapter 7 on there. So that way, like, so. the government and, like, they're going to liquidate assets that the company, the fam- it was, like, family-owned pretty much, that they owned to help pay things off. And then that way, the government and everything else, like, whoever buys it out will be able to pay everything back. The reason I'm bringing this up, one, that's awful that another festival had to die like this, and that's just how it is. It's going to be like that for a while. New festivals will pop up. 2021's not too far away now. But at the same time, this is the type of stuff that happens. Venues, festivals, family-owned stuff in the business that's not Live Nation branded. Yeah, it's going to be hurting. Live Nation's hurting too right now, but that's beside the point. Mm -hmm. Uh, And number two, I say this from the bottom of my heart. This goes for everyone in the world listening to this. This does not just apply to the United States. If you buy concert tickets early or pre-order or whatever you do, especially for big festivals months in advance, buy with a credit card. Because if if they do something like this, you can just call up your own credit card company saying, hey, um, I bought tickets to an event that was canceled and they're not giving me a refund. And they say they're not giving anyone a refund. That credit card company will jump at the opportunity to say, oh, no problem. We'll give you your money back and we'll take care of that. And then that credit card company flies out cronies to shake people upside down. Give us our money. Give us our money. That's how I see it in my head anyway. Yeah. But joking aside, that's why you do stuff like this. Buy with a credit card. If you're going to buy those festival tickets online and stuff like that, that way you don't have to worry about wondering, oh, when is the Rock USA's bankruptcy collection agency, blah, 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 going to get to my name and get me to get me any type of refund if I'm lucky to get one at all. That way you just call your credit card company up. Hey, yeah, um, they canceled this event on me, but it's all online and stuff. I have proof of it, but they won't give me a refund. Oh, we'll take care of that for you because that's (laughs) nothing, nothing to the credit card companies. Like the $100 you paid, they were like, okay, click, click, here you go. Sorry about that. We'll get the money back ourselves because now they owe us money. So always buy that stuff with a credit card. And I'm not saying go into debt. That's not what I'm saying. But if you know you're going to buy stuff like this, add that little extra security just for peace of mind. So, And someone uh, in the chat, Beagle Girl, just said, I'm going to wonder what other festivals are permanently canceled. That's a great question. I don't know. Mm. Because, again, Rock USA, well over 20 years. And it was like there was like a joint one because they had Country USA also in the same area in Oshkosh area, if I'm correct. So, boy, oh, boy. Pandemic, bankruptcy. Yep. It's, it's going to hurt. 2021's just around the corner. New things can pop up to take their place, and that's fine. But, man, oh, man, it's a battle to do it. So, unfortunate for them. It's show of respect to Rock USA. They had a fantastic run. Hopefully, people can get their money back. Hopefully, they can make peace with everything they have, and it's not like a legal nightmare. Moving on, we got two new songs today, which is kind of nice. Got a new song from Fever333 called Bite Me. Nom, nom, mm-hmm. nom. 
another politically charged song. Pretty fun. If you want to check that out, it's on Spotify, videos on YouTube, things like that. Also got a new song from Architects called Animals. Not nearly as heavy as some of their older stuff, but still decent. It's hooky. It's catchy. British um, metalcore band, for those who are unaware. Been around for quite a while. And then as we move on, uh, we'll do the Billboard Top 3 now because um, it's interesting what happened. Not that much has changed, but what did change is a little bit interesting. At number th- So for the Billboard Mainstream Rock Songs of this week, for all of you interested, at number three is Shot in the Dark by ACDC. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like I always said, those big names, if they put out anything, it goes all the way to the top. It's only been on the chart. It's only been on the Billboard Mainstream Rock Top 40 for two weeks. Wow. So, yeah, there you go. At number two is Black Eyes Blue from Corey Taylor, continuing their spot at number two. And at number one is Dangerous by Seether. Again. I said it last week that it's time for that song to start falling down because it's not adding anything to the rock radio anymore. It's not. It's not adding variety. The sound is becoming very washed out. It's time for it to move on. So. Mm. So, yeah, that's the Billboard Mainstream Top 3. As for other upcoming albums I did want to talk about, because I'll be reviewing quite... I'll be aiming to review three upcoming albums in the next week and a half or so. One of them's already finished. I'm writing the second one right now. Coming out this Friday is Seven Dust's 13th studio album, Blood and Stone. They already have two singles online right now. That's getting Radio Rock Play and Sirius XM Play. They just released the third single today. The new album, I'll have the album review up on Thursday... It's pretty good. I don't love it. It's not my favorite um, Seven Dust album by a long shot, but there's good stuff on there. It's bolstered by their cover song of Soundgarden's The Day I Try to Live. It's So that alone is worth looking up if you haven't heard it yet. So if you want to check that out, um, that'll be up on Thursday. I'm a big Seven Dust fan. I was a fan since I was in sixth grade. That's how long this band has been around. Wow. Yeah, and this is one of my favorite bits about Seven Dust. Same lineup since then, since sixth grade. Oh, nice. Yeah. That never happens anymore. Never happens anymore. But yeah, same five guys. Grammy nominated. They've been, been together. Everyone says like they're the nicest guys in hard rock. They really are. Super nice people. So that's kind of cool. The next following week, there's quite a few albums coming out on October 30th. I'll be reviewing two of them. The album review that I'll be releasing a little bit earlier because I got it sent to me earlier is Pussifer's new album, Existential Reckoning. That's Manu James Keenan's third band, not Tool or Perfect Jeez. Circle. I know, he's a busy man. Third band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they do very well for themselves. And for those who are unaware, Pussifer is like art rock. They have a female vocalist in the band as well. Very digital, more electronic rock. This new album is a lot of fun. It's bonkers, though. I mean, this whole album, the story is an alien abduction and the band members playing different characters as like special agents trying to uncover where this person disappeared and where aliens are. There's a couple tracks where it sounds like aliens are singing, you know, the music's so well produced, though. I mean, this is electronic rock style uh, of synth, synth sounds everywhere. Maynard and Karina both sound great. So it's a lot of fun. It's very interesting. And then the final album that comes out next, uh, October 30th, 
that was not so much a it was a bit of a surprise. I haven't gotten it yet. I'm still aiming to review it though because I sent out for it. Bring Me the Horizon will be releasing a new album. With some of the songs that were released earlier this year, they will be put on this new album with six other tracks, a nine-track album coming out on the 30th. I'm very interested to see what they have to do because all three songs are much heavier than what they've done in the last few years. And I mm-hmm. definitely want to see what they have to do. I love the song Obey with Youngblood. So. Oh, yeah, that is a good one. I'm definitely hoping to check out. I'm hoping they do something interesting with the rest of the album. I hope they have some surprises. Because, if I'm correct, they have collaborations with Amy Lee and Baby Metal on the new album. Ooh. So, yeah, I, I remember seeing something about Amy Lee, but mm-hmm. I didn't know Baby Metal. And Baby cool. Metal, it looks like. The new album, Post-Human Survival Horror, if I'm correct, that might be the wrong thing. Because it might be titled as an EP, depending on how many songs they do put mm-hmm. out. I'm looking up more information about it still, too. Because they say album, they say EP, if it's too short, blah, blah, blah. Post-Human Survival Horror, though, will be about nine tracks, roughly, is what they're saying. Maybe less. Could be wrong about that, because different sites are now reporting different stuff. But yeah, collaborations galore. One with Amy Lee, one with Baby Metal. They already have three songs released. I definitely want to hear what they have to say. So, And I usually don't cover EPs. Just for regular album reviews, just because that it just opens up a whole another can of worms of everything. I definitely mm-hmm. want to check that one out, though. And also, for someone just mentioned also in the chat, Mr. Bungle's latest album's coming out. This is like a blast from the past. Mike Patton, Faith No More, and then Scott Ian from Anthrax, their original old band from the 80s, is getting back together. for, And they're going to do a live stream and release their new album, The Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny Demo. Yeah, that's the name of the album. Yeah. It's going to be out on October 30th as well. So, I mean, that's a mouth. That's a name, but it comes from Mr. Bungle. And if you know the minds like Mike Patton and Scott Ian, yeah, that sounds about right. It's, it's hard to describe Mr. Bungle just audibly. Um, I invite everyone to check out like the Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny and Mr. Bungle on YouTube right now. Because, boy, oh, boy, it's just such a, it's a wild trip. So that's a good way to really say that. It'll be interesting to see what else happens um, coming up in the next few weeks for new music as well. For those who are listening on the podcast stream, um, we will be having Rock Coliseum 9 next week on YouTube on the main channel. And if for some reason you can't make it, I will be doing like I did last time, having the full downloaded MP3 to have as an episode on the podcast streams. However, I do say to everyone listening, podcast streams, um, all watching on YouTube live right now or later after the week goes on, please do your best to stop and watch us live as the live stream's going on for Rock Coliseum. The more people we have watching live, the better. And Mm -hmm. this is always a lot of fun for us. It's always a big deal for us. People tell us they love it. I mean, I haven't heard too many complaints about it outside of one or two people who don't get enough attention um, because their comments don't always get chosen. But that's another story. Um, Rock Coliseum is a blast for us always and again we can't stress it enough the more people that watch live the better so tell your friends the link is already out there right now like for the event to set a reminder on the main channel and I'll link that out later on this pin on pin comments on getrock.net it's already on it already is the linked comments on my socials on Facebook and Twitter so that we can just set a reminder if you click on it Again, it's over two hours of us just having fun, talking about bands, songs, music, generations, bad impressions, arguments, giving stupid deaths to bands we don't like. It's literally just that. I don't know how else I can describe it. So we love doing it. 
we want to see as many people as we can there. We want to have a lot of fun with it. What's nice is like this is the first one in about three months because we were doing a few more regularly when the pandemic started just like to kind of have more things to do. So it's been a few months. A lot of music has come out since then. There'll be a lot more stuff to talk about. We definitely want to see all of you there. Keep in mind, you do not have to do Super Chats during then if you don't want to, but it's always appreciated. And that way we will always cover your Super Chats either during the live stream or later just on like a Google document just because we get so many. But yeah, it's always fun. I know the other guy, I was talking to the other guys earlier. They're really looking forward to it as well. We have other stuff going on. I have other ideas for list videos. I'll start going divulging into that next week after the dust has settled a little bit on stuff I have coming up. Gretchen just posted an ear stretching video if you want to check that out as well. If you're into piercing and alt lifestyle, stuff like that for piercing and body mods. She just did another one of those on her channel. It was just posted today. And Gretchen, do you have anything else coming up that you'd like to talk about? Um, not really. Yeah. Just have a body mods Q and A on Friday, but yeah, okay. no. <laughs> I've enough. got nothing going on. You got stuff going on. You're busy though with work and stuff too, and all the animals. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully. Everything will be good for people. Hopefully you guys are still staying inside, staying safe, not listening to Five Finger Death Punch music videos. You're still wearing your masks and washing your hands and everything. I do mm -hmm. hope that all of you are doing well. I appreciate all the support on the podcast forums. Hopefully the world will calm down a little bit, even though the next two weeks are going to be bonkers for us in the United States outside of music. That's just how it's going to be. So I end with this. I know people outside the U.S. who listen to the podcast will get sick of this, but I promise it won't be forever. It'll just be the next, like, ep this episode and next episode, most likely. Go vote. Please go vote. Please do your part. It's easy. I know waiting in line could be a pain, but it's worth it. Please go vote. Have your voice said. Make sure your voice counts. This is the one where we need as many people to have their voice heard. Yep. If you can vote early, do vote early. That makes it a way easier. Florida has way earlier voting than Missouri. That's what I kind of miss. That's one thing I miss about Florida. Not many, what but that thing? is one thing. So thank you guys again. Do appreciate it. Appreciate all the support. We will see you next week, same time. We will also see you next week, hopefully on the main channel for the podcast. Keep an eye out on the main channel for those album reviews coming up soon. I think that's really about it. Gretchen, is there anything you would like to end with besides the standard? Besides the standard? Yes. Nope. Oh, okay um, then. Well, or people could go watch uh, Twitch after That's the... right. That's right. That is one thing. Yeah. Would, would you please tell everyone about this? Okay. This is not music related. It's a one-time thing, but this is just for everyone listening right now. I'm sure it'll be recorded if you want to go back and watch it later. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. And Gret usually streams on Twitch do. Yeah, Gretchen, um, go ahead. Go ahead. But, but tonight in 20 minutes, actually... Um, AOC or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I always mess up her name. I'm so sorry. Um, she is actually going to be streaming Among Us with a bunch of, um, like, you know, big time gamers on Twitch. And they're going to, they're doing it to just get the word out to go vote. And mm -hmm. I am really excited to see it. Um, and I think it, I think it'll be uh, pretty entertaining um, as well as informative. Yeah. I mean, and these are big name Twitch streamers too, like millions of followers and stuff like that. This is yeah. not just anyone. So this is very, very cool stuff that they're going to do. 
um, this would not work with um, some of the elderly uh, candidates on either no. side. So it's very cool that she's taking the time to do this. She's trying to have fun. She really, I really do feel like she has her finger on the pulse of what's going on. I felt that way for a while of like not only current culture and like the current generation. Cause she's what? 29, 30. She's about that um, age. She's younger. I know that. I think she's like that age. So she yeah. definitely does a great job of that. So this is going to be very interesting to hear. I'm sure tomorrow CNN and all sites will be covering that stuff too. It's just go vote, please guys. It's not difficult. Yeah. I, I appreciate with her that she, um, she meets people like at their, I guess playing field or something. Yeah. So she she found that Twitch is a great way to, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of to meet potential voters yep. um, where they where they are comfortable. And I just you know you're not going to get that with a typical politician. And so you won't. Um, I, I think her authenticity is um, refreshing. Yeah. So very cool. If you want to head over to Twitch, I'm sure that'll be like the number one thing. It probably already oh, is God, right yeah. now. I'm pr- it probably, <laughs> probably already is right. Break Twitch. Yeah, it probably already <laughs> is right now and it hasn't even started yet. People are just waiting in a lobby or waiting for that channel. It's, Cause it's going to be broadcast on several channels probably too, for all those gamers and streamers. Oh yeah. Cause like one of them is Pokimane and yeah. um, that was the big she, one. Yeah. It'll so. be on her. Yeah. It'll be on her channel. It'll mm-hmm. be on AOC's. Just go to um, twitch.tv. I'm sure you'll find yeah. it. And then, it'll, it'll be at the front. Yeah, exactly. So, Thank you guys again. As we fade away, we do appreciate all the support. Hit us up on the socials at RocksNet on Facebook and Twitter. Get RocksNet on Instagram. Trying to grow the Instagram account still. So if you haven't followed my, checked out my Instagram account. It's all my concert photography. I ask questions and get, try to get people to interact there. Please follow if you have an Instagram account. It does help me out. Thank you guys again as we wave goodbye. Hopefully you all have a great week. Hopefully we get start seeing a recede in all those COVID cases because 2020 is almost over and they're still rising in the States. Mm-hmm. Barf. Here's hoping we get concerts back in 2021. Thank you guys.